It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. Good to have you with us on another edition of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Coming up in this episode, Jay Gruden heading officially to Jacksonville. We'll discuss the fit there for the former Redskins head coach as well as well. Uh, Some snuggets, if you will, from the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, especially when we're looking at positional needs for the Washington Redskins as those practices are going on this week with the game to come on Saturday afternoon. We are on the path to the draft, and even though the Redskins only have the second overall pick in the first two rounds, of course, that could be on Chase Young. And nothing else, or it could be a trade down and a lot of everything else. So we have to be prepared and cover all possible facets, if you will, of the draft. And of course, even if they do select Chase Young at number two overall and don't trade down, you still have rounds three through seven to infuse your team with talent and depth. But we begin with... Word that Dan Snyder wants to build a new stadium on the current on the current site of FedEx Field. So the Washington Post reported on Tuesday morning, and it's exploded. And I have a story up uh, at RedskinsReport.com. You guys can check that out um, with a lot of details, questions, and my thoughts on it. But I'm going to essentially ask a lot of the same things right here. So. Um, you know, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here. I'm just trying to ask questions and I'm just trying to think of things uh, and trying to point out different challenges. So the Post put it as Snyder privately urging, (laughs) nothing is private, Maryland legislative leaders to allow gambling at a future stadium in Maryland so that It could keep him current with other NFL owners, okay? Number one, we all know where this is heading, right? Every team is getting involved, um, especially in the DMV area. The Washington Nationals have been poking around on this. The Capitals and Wizards and Ted Leonsis have been at the forefront of this. Dan Snyder sees this. He understands this. He knows it's a potential lucrative Uh, money-making venture for not only the Redskins, but also for the state of Maryland. But he wants to tie a sports betting parlor or establishment into the new Redskins stadium. So according to the Post, he requested to have, and this is going to take us a little time to get through this, so just be patient. Um, And as always, you can fire off any questions, any thoughts, 
WrestleMania09 at gmail.com, WrestleMania09 at gmail.com, at Locked Redskins, uh, on Twitter, at WrestleMania621. Uh, just get a hold of me uh, one way or the other, and I'll do my best to get back to you as quickly as I can. So according to the Post, Snyder requested at least three separate meetings uh, in the state capitol, Annapolis. Uh, he told lawmakers that the gambling license – and, and, and just so you know, again, if those of you that are not familiar, in Maryland, they very much have embraced gambling. They have major, major resort and casinos, the MGM National Harbor, uh, the um, uh, Maryland Live, which is in Anne Arundel Mills, which is not too far away from FedEx Field. They have the Horseshoe Casino concept right in Baltimore, right near where the Ravens play. So they have fully embraced gambling and those establishments in Maryland. What they haven't embraced, and I'm not quite sure why and how and and what the logistics here are, is they do not allow legalized sports gambling. So DC is in the process of it and it's it's kind of up in the air right now. Um, certainly there was some indications that it was done, but there were some complications and some problems. Virginia does not allow it. Virginia does not allow it under any circumstances. But West Virginia, West Virginia, neighboring Virginia, not too far of a drive away from Maryland, has fully embraced it and allows it. And Hollywood Casino um, is, is, you know, again, less than an hour drive from Redskins Park. I guess I would put it that way. Um, so not, again, too far away from Maryland. If you want to legalize or if you want to legally bet on sports, you do have that option, but you don't have it in Maryland. So Snyder goes and he requests, according to the Post, three separate meetings with lawmakers in Annapolis. Uh, the gambling license, of course, integral to the plans. He would move the Redskins training facility. Now, it says from Richmond to Landover. So I guess what we're talking here, because it doesn't make it clear, is the Redskins training camp facility, but not the daily facility. I would assume it's the daily facility as well, because it doesn't make any sense to have Redskins training camp at the site of the current FedEx field. Um along with having a daily facility still in Virginia when you're not trying to bend over and get Virginia to pay for everything, which is exactly what the Redskins were doing and did, quite honestly, with the Redskins-Richmond deal uh, and all of the substantial improvements to Redskins Park that came as a part of that deal that the Redskins did not have to pay. So I would assume, although it does not make it clear, that we're talking training camp and a daily facility, a daily Redskins Park training facility, um, all at the site of the current FedEx field. Again, want to make sure that we understand as, as we process this that that is not clear at this point. The Post goes on to say, six lawmakers who attended confirmed the visit, the meetings, and Certainly, it seems like Maryland now once again is back in it after Larry Hogan, the governor uh, of Maryland, pulled out of negotiations and a land swap deal near the current MGM National Harbor, which is just right over uh, the district line. 
okay? Uh, but that happened, and that fell apart, and a lot of people closed the door on Maryland. Well, not Dan Snyder. Why? Because he needs Maryland. He needs leverage. He has none. He doesn't have it at the old RFK site, which is where they were looking at. And there's all sorts of problems there because D.C. has not been able to gain control of the property from the federal government. And there's the name change potentially tied into that. It's long and sorted. There's neighborhood issues. There's all sorts of things. Not to mention the cramped space um, of of that particular location if you're going to build a 60, 60,000, 65,000 seat stadium. Um, Of course... They have looked at Virginia, uh, Loudoun County, where there's a lot of money, and where their daily facility is in Ashburn, somewhere in that range. There's been all sorts of mass transit issues. There's traffic issues. There's infrastructure issues. Not to mention, right now and through 2022, Virginia, which is where they originally wanted to go, and hence the Richmond training deal and the improvements, that is under uh, Democratic control through 2022 in terms of the governorship. And Dan Snyder is a Republican, and he wants people to pay for his stadium and for his new toy. Uh, Maybe not all of it, but he wants people to pay for it, and he wants to tie that into the political landscape. And it appears, and I think everybody pretty much agrees, that that is not happening uh, in Virginia at least until 2022, and that's not even a guarantee, of course, because... You would have to get a Republican governor, the thought is. You would have to get Republican-controlled lawmakers, uh, and they would all have to buy into Dan Snyder's vision and lay out the money and the team. It's a lot, and it's a risk. Quite honestly, if you wait until 2022, that might not put you in position until 2023 at the earliest to even strike a deal. We'll still get into Jay Gruden Still to come right here on LOR. All right, guys, it is Chris Russell here from my bookie. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well you could choose any game and call it? Well, my bookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. Who doesn't want that? Between football season, NBA, the start of the college basketball season, it's time to get off the sideline, guys, and get into the action with my bookie. If you like to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to activate the offer. Once again, that's the promo code LOCKEDON to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Who could beat that? Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days that you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, fellas. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. They're chewable. 
They work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from a little more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E Chew.com. Promo code Locked On to try it free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. All right, this is the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you aboard with us. So we continue to pick through this Washington Post uh, report about Dan Snyder meeting with lawmakers in Maryland, Annapolis, to try and build a new stadium on the property of FedEx Field uh, and also tie it to sports gambling. Again, so many issues across the board, not only with Maryland, not only with that property, not only with sports gambling, but the whole Washington, D.C. element and the whole Virginia element to it as well. Now, according to the Post, uh, Snyder had these meetings. He pitched the the vision to redevelop the area as a year-round mixed-use destination, could include hotels, offices. All of that is sweet talk because that is not there, right? That brings in tax revenue. That brings in jobs. So Snyder is really, really, really trying to obviously – lay out all of the fringe benefits that a new stadium on the current site brings to the state of Maryland, in addition to the sports gambling aspect. He said he would, apparently, according to the Post, two lawmakers said that Snyder would finance construction of the stadium and associated buildings without asking for public help, aside from acquiring the gambling license. So, basically... What you have here is Dan Snyder willing to privately finance, however that all gets done, and I'm, that's above my pay grade. No public tax money, but public support that it's tied to a gambling license. And presumably, the revenue that is brought in from all of the sports gambling at the new Redskin Stadium goes to Dan Snyder, of course, and I'm sure there would be a kickback of taxes or or some sort of percentage of revenue to the state of Maryland. But here's what was interesting. A Democratic, so Snyder is Republican, chairman of the Prince George's County delegation said, quote, it was a businessman making a commitment to Maryland who was willing to put his own money into it. And this gentleman went further to say, quote, in Prince George's, we need to be doing everything we can do to promote jobs and economic development. I think any businessman singing that music, we should be listening to him. That's a key. That's a huge development in this. Not to say that that's what's going to happen, but that's huge that they are open and willing. And they should be, by the way. They should be, by the way. Again, this is a state that has publicly embraced and built gambling mega metropolises, but for whatever reason, they have not been able to bring in or have not been able to do the sports betting like West Virginia has. And we know that that's a huge, huge thing, right? A huge thing. Now, again, 
professional sports facilities in the general DMV, Nationals Park, Audi Field, uh, Capital One Arena, have been approved for possible sports betting operations. Possible sports betting operations. Um, But then you have the NFL tied into it as well. So is the NFL going to allow Dan Snyder to do this? I think if the stadium is to their liking and the proposal is to their liking and the funding is willing to, to their liking, then maybe, maybe you get that. Now, one part of this was a lawmaker who told the Post, quote, uh, it was a veiled threat by Snyder to go to Virginia if he does not get a license. Quote, it wasn't too high pressured. Most of the people in the room were Ravens fans, so it fell on deaf ears. I mean, we can go through all of this report. The bottom line is, is you know, there's talk of now building a dome. See, I think that, especially if Dan Snyder is going to privately construct this and not ask for tax money, that is the way to go. If you get a dome, it is best for everybody. It's best for the Redskins. It's best for fans. It's best for uh, Maryland. It's best for everybody. Why? You can have more events there. You can have huge events during the offseason, stuff like the NCAA Final Four, uh, potentially the World Cup, the Olympics down the line, WrestleMania, all sorts of things. Uh, Not only WrestleMania, but other WWE pay-per-views, boxing matches, UFC, concerts, You can turn it into a place where, you know, it's a destination spot for 40 or 50 dates a year. Not to mention if you're going to build other things around it, restaurants, hotels, this is a huge thing. So it's going to be really interesting to watch this move forward um, for the Redskins. And we'll be on top of everything as best we can. And I, I try not to make this too political, but I mean, obviously, there's a lot of politics involved here. All right. Before we go too long... Jay Gruden heading officially to Jacksonville. We had that at the very end of our last podcast uh, because it happened so late officially Tuesday night. Well, it it didn't become official until Wednesday, but it happened late Tuesday night. So I briefly exchanged a couple of text messages uh, with the former Redskins head coach. I'm happy for him. I think this is a pretty good spot. As I pointed out uh, again at RedskinsReport.com a couple of times this week, you get Foles, you get Gardner Minshew. I don't think Foles is going anywhere. He's got his contract is too prohibitive. I could be wrong. You get D.D. Westbrook. You get uh, 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 D.J. Chark, who had a great year. You have Leonard Fournette. You have a pretty decent offensive line. You have a pretty decent defense. You have a ton of draft picks coming from the Jalen Ramsey deal. I think Jacksonville is not a bad spot at all. So if you win and if the offense turns around and if Jay can do that, then Jay's going to be a head coach probably pretty soon again. He's got to turn around their red zone offense, which was putrid, 31st in the NFL. Their third down offense, which was not good, around 34-ish percent. Problems, both of those problems were problems of Jays here in Washington, quite honestly. But, but I, you know, I still think it's a good spot for him. I think it's a good spot for him. On top of that, there's much less pressure in Jacksonville. And if they don't win, if they don't get off to a good start, if they're disappointed, what have you, there's a strong possibility that they fire Doug Marone 
and that Jay takes over at least on an interim basis and then can prove his chops once again as a head coach like this year. So, again, I, I, I see it as a win-win for Jay, plus he gets to play golf, which he, he likes to do. <laughs> I won't say he loves to do. I'll just leave it at that. He likes to play golf from time to time. Uh, so I think this is a great spot for Jay, uh, and I wish him all the well, all, all the best. I think Jay is a good guy. Uh, certainly, I had some philosophical disagreements with him. That's okay. That's what we do. We busted each other's chops. He busted mine. I busted his a little bit. He poked the bear. I poked the bear. We're good. I think Jay's a good coach. I, do I think he needs to change some things philosophically? Yes, but that's just my opinion. He knows more about football than I do. And yes, I'm admitting that he knows more about football than I do. Uh, that became a whole sordid bit on uh, 106.7 The Fan. All right. Coming up next, a couple of standouts from the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Good to have you with us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. All right, guys, it is Chris Russell here from my bookie. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well you could choose any game and call it? Well, my bookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. Who doesn't want that? Between football season, NBA, the start of the college basketball season, it's time to get off the sideline, guys, and get into the action with my bookie. If you like to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to activate the offer. Once again, that's the promo code LOCKEDON to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Who could beat that? Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, wrap it up shop here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. We don't have time to do a lot on the Senior Bowl. It's going on now still. Uh, we will have a lot of coverage both in print, again, redskinsreport.com, uh, and as well on Twitter, uh, at WrestleMania621, and we'll have this, and we'll drop this on this particular episode, uh, and we'll have more coverage, obviously, coming up uh, from the draft itself, the Senior Bowl. We haven't even touched the East-West Shrine Bowl and all the other uh, bowl games. We're still trying to put everything uh, together, quite honestly, but... Just wanted to pass this along to you. So the Redskins certainly can use another big chip to help out their wide receiver group, right? I think everybody understands that Kelvin Harmon is probably a number two possession type guy at best. I don't think anybody really has any vision of him being a number one or a number one A. Um, and, and number two might be at best. So really, the Redskins need a 1A or a 2, and I expect it to come more in veteran free agency in March, but 
because we don't know if it will and we don't know who they could get and they could still get someone there and still add another potential piece in the mix in late April in Vegas at the draft. We want to spend a couple of moments talking about the wide receivers that are making a little splash. USC's Michael Pittman Jr., according to Matt Miller of NFL Draft Scout, he says, really good day on Wednesday for Michael Pittman. Film is so good, only questions were speed, but he's separating just fine here. I saw a couple of video clips um, that Pittman definitely, again, getting some separation, getting some arm, uh, I, I guess, width from the defender and being able to beat guys not only in press coverage but in down-the-field coverage. Also, Florida's Van Jefferson saw one particular um, – video cut up uh, from Justin Herbert where he made a nice kind of like repositioning catch, a nice tough snatch. Um, the Justin Herbert, by the way, the the uh, Oregon quarterback, who I think did himself a very smart thing by going to the senior ball. A lot of these quarterbacks are prima donnas. That guy needs help, and he needs to prove uh, things to people. So that was uh, a really good thing. Also, Colin Johnson from Texas. Colin Johnson from Texas saw another cut-up of Justin Herbert to Colin Johnson. Another tough snatch in traffic. As well, Juwan Jennings from Tennessee. Again, another like twisting. I, I saw one cut up uh, in team drills. Another twisting kind of tough body adjustment. That's what you ask for out of your number two receivers. I mean, Terry McLaurin is the deep speed guy, and he's the deep go guy, and he certainly can run over the middle of the field. We, we're not saying that he can't and make tough catches, but the Redskins, if they're going to ideally have the type of offense that you want, Need to have need to have somebody as that number two, that one A that can run all of the short and intermediate drag routes, crossing routes, all of the high traffic routes, the quick slants, that type of thing. Good hands, good snatching ability. Isn't always gonna catch a perfect ball. Is going to be able to reach behind their shoulders, their head, their neck. That you know, off their hip. That's the kind of guy that you need for a number two or a number one A receiver. You don't need a prima donna with beautiful speed that can just blow past everybody. Ideally, that's Terry McLaurin, and I think he proved that in his rookie year. As long as he can stay healthy, you need somebody to grab the tough catches, and it looks like it looks like early on, Jennings, uh, Jefferson, um, Colin Johnson. Uh, Jefferson, again, from, from Florida, and Michael Pittman are at least candidates for that type of role, that type of role. Real quickly, finishing this part up, and again, we'll have a look at the defense on the next episode. The Redskins are going to have to look, obviously, for a major upgrade at tight end. I don't know if that's coming in the draft. I don't know if it's coming in free agency. Quite honestly, it's a bad year to really need a tight end um, unless they get their hands on a guy like Austin Hooper, who is going to be very, 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 very popular if he's not franchised. Um, we'll get more into that uh, down the line by the Atlanta Falcons. Um, so they're going to have to probably look at a nondescript name and hope that he turns into a George Kittle type, right, from San Francisco. Uh, one guy that I saw, again, on video cut-ups, uh, and this is courtesy of um, Austin Sylvie, uh, at Sylvie, S-I-L-V-E-Y-E-S-P. He's down at the Senior Bowl in Mobile. Is Harrison Bryant, Florida Atlantic. Um, you know, the one cut-up that I saw, not great, 
he kind of lost his footing, but he did make a tough catch. Uh, and, you know, that's just one name of several that we're going to kind of be focused on in the pre-draft process. Now, a couple of offensive guards that stood out, uh, according to Sylvie and from the video cut-ups that I saw, uh, one from Clemson, which you know is going to be attractive uh, to the Redskins because of the big program nature and because you play for Clemson's offensive line, you're probably going to be pretty damn good, at least as a developmental guy, right? You'd think, if not a starter right away, is John Simpson. He absolutely ambushed a guy and then quickly moved on to another uh, defender so a nice little switch there which is what you have to do all the time in the NFL especially at the interior uh, position and then there's a D3 prospect and you laugh but don't laugh because Ali Marpet from Tampa Bay who's had himself a nice career he was a D3 guy too a couple of years ago and everybody hyped him up and he's turned into a very good starter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the last uh, three or four years St. John's Ben Barch they can even play inside and and outside, meaning at the tackle a little bit down in Mobile, uh, and did a nice job from a couple of the cut-ups uh, that I saw. Again, this is just a preliminary look at some of the names that we'll be talking about and we'll be mentioning and we'll be highlighting and profiling both here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, our Google News Initiative updates, one- and five-minute daily reports uh, coming up. Uh, and Monday through Friday, they're always available. Uh, we're, you know, we're always providing some sort of different content for you in a lot of different fashions, uh, and as well at RedskinsReport.com and on the radio at 106.7 thefanandtheradio.com app. Thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend, no matter when you're listening to the Locked on Redskins podcast. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.